turned the book upside down to his thigh to keep his place and said, go to your room, Kibble. And Turtle walked creakingly up the stairs, unrailed and without risers, plank treads cut from a redwood burl. Old growth stingers cracked and torqued with their poor curing. Their twisting drawing the nails from the treads, exposed and strained almost to shearing. The men silent below her. Grandpa watching her, Martin touching the glint lettering on the spine of his book with the pad of his forefinger. But even upstairs, lying on her plywood bed with the army surplus bag pulled over herself, she could hear them. Grandpa saying, God damn it, Martin, this is no way to raise a little girl. And daddy not saying anything for a long time and then saying, this is my house. Remember that, Daniel. They eat the steaks in near silence, the tall glasses of water silting layers of sand to their bottoms. A deck of cards sits on the table between them, and the box shows a jester. One side of his face is twisted into a manic grin. The other sags away in a frown. When she is done, she pushes her plate forward, and her father watches her. She is tall for 14, cultishly built, with long legs and arms, wide but slender hips and shoulders, her neck long and corded. Her eyes are her most striking feature, blue, almond-shaped in a face that is too lean, with wide, sharp cheekbones and her crooked, toothy mouth. An ugly face, she knows, and an unusual one. Her hair is thick and blonde, bleached in streaks by the sun. Her skin is constellated with copper-brown freckles. Her palms, the undersides of her forearms, the insides of her thighs show tangles of blue veins. Martin says, go get your vocabulary list, Kibble. She retrieves her blue notebook from her backpack and opens the page to this week's vocabulary exercises, carefully copied from the blackboard. He places his hand on the notebook, draws it across the table toward himself. He begins to read through the list. Conspicuous, he says, and looks at her. Castigate. In this way, he goes down the list. Then he says, here it is. Number one. The blank enjoyed working with children. He turns the book around and slides it across the table toward her. She reads, one. The blank enjoyed working with children. She reads through the list, cracking the knuckles of her toes against the floorboards. Daddy looks at her, but she doesn't know the answer. She says, suspect. Maybe it's suspect. Daddy raises his eyebrows and she pencils in. One, the suspect enjoyed working with children. He drags the book across the table and looks at it. Well, now, he says. Look here at number two. He slides the book back to her. She looks at number two. Two, I blank, we will arrive late to the party. She listens to him breathing through his broken nose, his every breath unbearable to her because she loves him. She attends to his face, its every detail, thinking, you bitch, you can do this, you bitch. Look. 
he says. Look. And he takes her pencil and with two death strokes strikes out suspect and writes in pediatrician. Then he slides the book over to her and he says, Kibble, what's number two? We just went over this. It's right there. She looks at the page, which is the thing of absolute least importance in that room, her mind filled with his impatience. He breaks the pencil in two, sets both pieces in front of the notebook. She stoops over the page, thinking, stupid, 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 and shitty at everything. He rakes his fingernails across his stubble. Okay, stooped in exhaustion and drawing a finger through the scum of blood on his plate. Okay, all right, he says, and throws the notebook backhanded across the living room.